0: Consistent self-improvement, everybody.
1: You are tuned in to American Gypsy Podcast. I'm your host, Gypsy, and I'm joined by my
0: co-host. Classic. And today we're joined again with the lovely Larissa with Blue Moon Radio. And we are honored to have her beautiful grandmother in our presence tonight. And we would like to go ahead and introduce her and allow her to
1: introduce herself. Name. Uh, my name is McAlpin. Is this MacAlpin?
2: Lillian? Okay. Lillian is the first name. <laughs> yes, this is my grandmother, everyone. Uh, her name is Lillian McAlpin, one of the strongest and most beautiful independent women that has ever been, has graced my life, has been truly supportive and a rock of our entire family, and it's just a blessing to have her with us you know she's 97 years old will be 98 in february that'll be wow. all the pisces cuz she is a pisces hey and pisces just, club you know, <laughs> right so you know <laughs> growing up you know sharing her stories of the years of her growing up during the depression and losing her her mother at 14 and relying on her older sisters to take care of her and you know growing into a strong and beautiful mother grandmother so many things to so many people, especially in Chicago and just anywhere, anywhere she goes, she always touches someone with her words of wisdom, her kindness, her love, and just power and strength to be independent and think for herself and believe in herself and always looking to God to lead her. And she has been a rock and a pillar and a voice of wisdom and someone that. Anyone and every woman and man could look up to, uh, to know what it is like to believe in oneself and believe in God and walk in those footsteps and just continue to survive and be strong. And I'm so thankful that I have such a, a beautiful woman in my life. Uh, and that we're I grateful
0: as well because, <laughs> yeah, just to definitely. imagine the history that has taken place,
2: yeah. And I know, Grandma, you like to, um, you know tell stories about growing up and things like that, and I know you grew up during the Depression. You know, you can kind of touch on what it was like for you, your experience growing up, you know, during the Depression. I know you were very young, but what was your experience like, Grandma?
1: Well, you know, you've broken my heart a little bit with the love of Chrissy. Uh, I call her Chrissy because... I called her Chrissy because we put her under the Christmas tree when she was first born. And from then on, and her mother's name is Larissa. So we call her Chrissy. And Chrissy is a lovely young lady. I'm so proud. Yes, but listen, I, I'm taking aback with what she said about me. And it is a deep pleasure to meet you. And what I've talked to with my grandchildren and my children is little bits of history that I think might interest them. And now, when it hits me, I've forgotten so much. It's a it's I terrible. You remember. remember? Yeah, it's been You, 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 you,
2: you live
1: in Chicago. Yeah, I was born and raised in Chicago on the West Side. And uh, one of the last stories I think I remember telling Chrissy was about the gangsters that used to run up and down the street mm. uh, during the time of Dillinger. I don't know whether you've heard about that, sir.
2: No
0: oh,
1: man. Uh, he was one of the big gangsters in Chicago, mm-hmm. and uh, we lived on Taylor and Wood, and that was a neighborhood of mostly Italians, Jewish, and a few of us. So uh, we weren't that well off. We were kind of poor. But what used to amaze me, and what I'm thinking about as I got older, was the co- the movies that you see, the old movies, back from 1924, when the Untouchables were popular on screen, uh, mm-hmm. uh, This they, they show you with the gangsters, with the machine guns chasing each other up and down with cars. This was happening on Taylor Street. Wow. <laughs> we lived on the corner of Taylor Street. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And uh, I've seen some, though I was about 10 years old or a little younger, different things going on. So they had a club across the street where they would all congregate. It was, they were gangs really, but they called it a a club that they belonged to a private club, but the police cars would chase them down Taylor. Sometimes they'd catch them and sometimes they wouldn't. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And then uh, the uh, Catholic church was down about three blocks from us and, They rang their bells every Sunday morning, which was beautiful. I love to hear those bells ring. And uh, they were the background of the neighborhood. So I had two nephews who attended that school. And uh, something that I thought was interesting, on certain uh, holy days, they would parade down Taylor Street with the statues of the saints. Mm -hmm. Everybody dressed up. And uh, I don't know whether this was a money-raising thing, but they would have 20 and $5 bills pinned to the different links as they marched down that street. So that was part of what they did, which was very interesting. And then we didn't have any money, so everybody thought of different games to play for entertainment. Like uh, you see the skateboards that they Uh, playing with now I think they pay quite a bit of money Mm -hmm. they had wood they made it together they took skates and they took the old skates and took the wheels put them on the bottom and they had a skateboard they would have a good time racing up and down the street Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I was very uh lucky to be able to see all that and then one of the habits was at that time you played all day early. The people let you out. You didn't have to worry about your children getting kidnapped or murdered or anything. And uh, by 6 o'clock, you were supposed to be in the house, and your mother would call you. You'd go eat your dinner, clean up, put on clean clothes. Everybody would clean up and come down. You sat on the stairs, or you went where you intended to be at that time. And what happened, we had a school, uh junior high school, was called Craig and uh, they had an open backyard. It, the neighborhood gentlemen, uh, the, uh, the black men in the neighborhood, the young men from twenty to twenty-five, they would mm-hmm. play baseball and they played with the uh, hard balls. They played ball. They really everybody would be out there. The whole neighborhood. You knew everybody. Everybody knew everyone's name, <laughs> and uh, they would play for about three or four dollars with uh, different teams from around the city, oh, cool. and just like. Satchel Page, he came from a background like that. They played ball amongst themselves. They couldn't belong to the white teams, but this was part of what they did, and they really could play ball. And everyone just loved in the summer. Everybody dressed up, washing their faces, putting on their starched little dresses, and their clean pants, and they stay out there and they sell ice cream. It was just a nice celebration. So that was just part of that. But my mother passed when I was eleven, so I was fortunate enough to have some sisters who were caring, mm. and they saw that I grew up to be a young lady, go to high school, graduate, and end up married. And uh, during that time, I, uh, my second marriage, I met a gentleman who was a firefighter. And uh, his name was Chaplin. He was the first black chaplain to the Chicago Fire Department. Mm. And uh, he was called Chaplin.
2: Huh? Landis McAlpin. McAlpin.
1: Yeah, a, yeah I was going to tell. The, his Reverend, Chaplain Reverend Landis McAlpin. And he was a firefighter, 30 years or 35 years of fighting fires. And then he... Uh, was uh, I think there was an Irishman who had been uh, chaplain for years. He was appointed. He wasn't uh, a religious or anything. He was just politically appointed, I, I believe. And he was the first one that was appointed to be chaplain for the, the Protestant chaplain for the Chicago Fire Department. Got to be a very well known minister. Mm-hmm. Uh, had been many first in Chicago. Many first. He was. Uh, a trustee on the fire department board, which they had never had a black on before, uh, he got to be a trustee uh, on the housing. I, I don't know what they call housing, uh, CHA. Mm-hmm. He was there, and uh, many other interesting. And he had a wonderful voice for speaking, and was very loved, well loved. So he's been dead since two thousand and seven and uh, he's been missed very, very much, and people still talk about him. But I've been blessed with my family and my sisters who cared enough to see that I was taken care of, had a decent home, a decent uh, background with with the rules and regulations, and uh, they worked hard. They had nothing, but they shared, and they did the best they could. But... I have been lucky with my daughters. I have three daughters. And right now I'm very happy because I'm here with my granddaughter, Larissa, who you just <laughs> talked to, and her mother, my baby girl. Her name is Larissa, too. And <laughs> she's going to get rid of me and send me home Friday. <laughs> 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 so, I, have, well, oh. I have been blessed with. Pretty good health, and I think for a lady you my age, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, I do have a, hint, a sense of humor. A I, oh, yeah, I belong. <laughs> my daughter was said, Yeah, I did sing and I final. spoke, and I uh, was about six or seven choirs during the time that I was doing my singing. But, uh, the and then, oh, I meant to tell you about the 47th Street, there was a thing that. If you want to, it was called South Parkway at that time. It wasn't King Drive. And if you want to meet anybody, see anybody, all you had to do was to go on 47th and King Drive, and you'd run into somebody, you know. Then we were lucky enough to be able to get to the Regal Theater to see all those big bands. Oh, it's such a wonderful, all the wonderful entertainers, singers, they were all black. And
2: the what? What did you, you say? Any any famous ones that you can think of that you saw when you were there? That I can sing yeah, right you, now? No, that you? No, that that you saw? On, oh, oh, yeah. Famous. Oh, do you remember Cab, the name?
1: Yeah, Cap Calloway. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. All a big, listen, uh, Billy Eckstein. Yeah. Oh, he was wonderful, <laughs> and uh, Pound Basie. Just everybody. <laughs> even the. Um, yeah. But I was trying to think of the woman comedian that was. In fact, they—I think—they put it down in history somewhere. Uh, Mom, Ma, Mom, Mom Mayberry, Mom yeah, mm-hmm. and just anybody that was in entertainment. This Earl Hines—I uh, just can't think of all of, all oh, of them.
2: Goodness.
1: Yeah, and then that was the time of Joe Lewis when he was the best <laughs> fire in the whole world, and his wife, his wife Marva, they were the social a uh, group in the city for black people, our culture.
2: Thank
1: you. Thank you. And uh, she uh, and her group would always have something going on. And we had a uh, magazine that came out. It wasn't, the Defender was the paper then. It's always been it for a long time. The, uh, yeah. it was called Club Chatter. And it was a ma- mag- magazine that would come out from every week or so. Uh, it would say what was going on, the dances or meetings or whatever social thing was going on. And uh, I was trying to think about looking that up here about a month ago. And the gentleman who was the master of ceremonies and everything was uh, pretty, Eddie Plick. That's what I said. Eddie Plick. And uh, I was trying to find out if I could find anything on him. Uh, well, a friend of mine did find a picture of him with uh, Earl Hines, not Earl Hines, uh, one of the big bands. And But we couldn't find anything left about Club Shatter. And in the meantime, at that time, I was in Club Chatter because, believe it or not, I got to be uh, chosen as Miss Photo Model of 1954. Okay. So <laughs> uh,
2: beautiful pictures. And I...
1: I really didn't wanna go in and be involved in that. I've never been a person. <laughs> I've always been kinda of back in the background. I never tried to do anything, you know. Just be mama and wife and try to be keep a house like this. Home with. But I did get into the choirs of the churches and I really did uh enjoy the singing. I did so at the churches sometimes and uh I belonged to a group that was all over the city and out of town. With Kennedy King, was Kennedy King Community Choir from Kennedy King College, and Dr. Mm-hmm. Dr. Johnson was the director. Fantastic man, intelligent, very good man. He's he's passed too. But there's so much I could tell you, and it comes to me in bits and parts. And uh, <laughs> like I said, I've been a fortunate and blessed. And uh, had a very good life and a wonderful marriage and a wonderful husband. Very proud of him and all of my children. I have a daughter named Brenda. That's my oldest. And I have one named Michelle. And, and then I have this little girl here, Larissa. <laughs> <laughs> what was the school
0: system like when you
1: were young? Uh the, it was uh, uh just, listen, they had just built thesavo when I got ready to go to high school because Phillips was the only high school in inglewood uh and that was still very primitive. but they had a swimming pool was out was outstanding. We thought that was very great and the uh we we what did you say um, what I'm saying, Dusawa. I'm saying Dusawa was the first black school that they had, brand new that we went to. They had black teachers, and there was white, which was unusual. But the most interesting thing we had a, a teacher who taught black history, and that was the first time I was exposed to black history and what you know what our culture had done. Because all I learned was the history about. Uh, the Spanish acquisition and the English kings and the queen and who discovered America or who had discovered whatever. But this, Mr. Stratton was my teacher. So what kind and of black the,
0: history were they teaching?
1: He was the one, hold on. Okay. Thank you, I had to take a watch. No problem. No problem.
2: That,
1: Mr. Stratton was a black teacher and uh, he taught, I guess they made a ruling where he could teach us, but that was the first exposure to black history. and then they built a library on 95th and uh, Halstead, which also was black. So one of the churches had a group of people who studied and uh, had, uh, had luncheons and dinners for to raise the interest in the knowledge of black history uh, from sixth grade church. And so I joined that. And after that, I began to realize and study and find out more about what's going on with the black people. But it's a lot of things that I have forgotten and a lot of things that mm-hmm. might, might interest you that I could talk about. But at this oh, time,
2: gosh, the mayor.
1: Black mayor. This oh, Indian. yeah, black mayor, <laughs> Harold, yeah, Harold, we knew him, my husband and I knew him.
2: Yeah, so hell, hell, mayor, was the he was uh, the first black uh, mayor. Uh, mayor of Chicago. He and, high school and, uh, yeah. And
1: what he went through, but he was a wonderful man. He would, would uh, at that time, people the clubs gave big dances, when
2: and was
1: uh, that was in about eighty, nineteen eighty. In that, I'm okay. not too sure, but and you can always check and find out when he was mayor. But he uh, he would go to the dances, a very public and outgoing person he was loved and he'd come through the dance hall and he'd speak to everybody everybody would speak to him and he'd say you want harold here's harold (laughs) it was wonderful so he was really people really were sorry and they really grieved about his death and uh i don't know uh, chris can you think of anything else i might mention did did you
0: Uh, know a lot of people um from mississippi growing up that, that was I was, in Chicago? I was born
1: in Chicago <laughs> right that's what I'm saying I was, any, born, I was people... born and raised in, in Chicago I know nothing about Mississippi that's where no. Chrissy went she graduated from school down there college down there right but no I can't tell you anything about Mississippi So I'm sorry <laughs> no, no I was
0: saying that you know any people that lived in Chicago that had came from Mississippi up to Chicago when you were growing up
1: no, no. Because a lot of
0: people come from yeah. Chicago down to Jackson State. <laughs> so I was curious if there was something.
1: They had, you know what? <laughs> I do want to mention that I didn't realize for a while I found out there was a lot of people from the South. I'm trying to think, it was it Arkansas? They had clubs and people born in those areas. They had clubs that organized and they would give these big affairs. So I don't know whether you ever heard of that, but. No, yeah, I haven't heard that of that. Was, that was very interesting. And people had a lot of fun, didn't have much, but they did what they did, visiting everybody and everybody knowing everybody. <laughs> and then we had uh, next to the Regal was a roller skating. We would roller skate and uh, just do everything we could to enjoy ourselves in a nice way. And I'm losing my voice, sir. Okay, I'm sorry. i want. But <laughs> I want to think, Grandma, I want to let you know it's a, a real pleasure meeting you. It is a pleasure and, uh, talking to again. you and learning. And it, it is a very important day, a historical day. Everybody's been encouraged to go out and vote. And uh, uh, my my prayers are for the people who are in the right direction to be leading our country. So everybody's yes, still right. saying, vote, vote, vote. And I know you voted. Yes, but you it's are. a pleasure to meet you, sir. The
0: same here. And... Thank you, thank you, thank you again, Larissa. Thank you,
2: thank yes. you, thank you, thank you guys for allowing my grandmother to have a platform to speak and you know share a little wisdom and a little part of herself and just a little part of me, you know. So.
0: Yes, and <laughs> just to learn that <laughs> part about
1: Larissa has been a very good daughter, granddaughter. She does everything. And a, she a very is smart friend. She plays. World. I don't know how many instruments. <laughs> <laughs> She's oh, a really good, good friend as you. well.
0: She's and a good she life says, friend.
1: Yes. <laughs> she does that. Listen, Larissa does everything. So, plus being a nice, lovely person. Yes. And that's I call her Chrissy, my little Christmas, because that's what I think of her. I love her very much. And you take care, sir. Have we a Thank you for her. Thank you. We thank you for her. <laughs> You're welcome. Night, <Night-night>. night. <laughs> you have a good
0: night.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: I thank
0: you, thank you now. again, thank you, thank you. That was a great history lesson. Yeah, definitely. Even just to, to get the, the you know, the genuine what Chicago was like, even just like I said, to it was really like that from the movie side to what how she grew right. up. Because it wasn't quite like that with us, even though they still would try to paint. That's what L.A. is like. But, you know, but to know that, okay, we heard it from herself that that's what it's really like what it was, what it was really like during that time. All
2: right.
0: Yeah. That's the best. That's yeah. Definitely. That's the priceless thing that we (laughs) want out of the conversation. We're going to go ahead and wrap it on up. (laughs) Consistent self-improvement, everybody. And we're going to go ahead and everybody close it out. Go ahead, Larissa. Tell them where to listen to the best jazz in Chicago.
2: Blue Wolf Radio, bluewolf.airtime.pro, 24 hours, 7 days a week, are predominantly jazz radio online. Check me out. You can follow me at Blue Wolf Radio on IG or Blue Wolf 3 on IG. It's spelled B-L-U-W-O-L-F and the number 3. And also follow on Twitter. Uh, if you can't listen to the station and you want to know what, the playlist is. You can see the the songs come in in real time on Twitter at Blue Wolf Three B L U W O L F and the number three. Um, like I said, you can follow on Facebook. I mean, uh, yeah, Facebook at Blue Wolf Radio as well as IG Blue Wolf Radio. And yeah, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Blue Wolf airtime. That pro.
0: All right, all right, all right. And for American Gypsy.
2: Uh, you can find us
1: uh, on social at American Gypsy, Gypsy spelled G-Y-P-C, uh, merch at Luam Lee, uh, or on the website l-u-a-m-l-e-e.com. Um, for photography, website, and podcast service, you can find us at classic.com, dot com.
0: Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to American Gypsy YouTube. Subscribe and We would like to say good night. Goodnight good to everybody.